my name is Ryan Adair, uh, and uh, we've been at, my wife and I, my wife is Morgan, um, we have four kids, four of them, and uh, one's on the front row from eight, we've got eight, six, three, almost three, and six months, and uh, yeah, we just, um, we've been at Upper Room now for about two and a half years, and it's just been the the biggest blessing, um, and, and the thing I was really just not just honored to speak, we're just honored to be a part of this family and um, to, to get to love on Jesus and encounter him with all of you guys is pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, we, Hats reached out and said he wanted me to speak and just basically share my story. Um, and I, as I, I started to reflect on that, um, I, the thing the Lord started highlighting were markers like markers in my life where I encountered the Lord. And I mean, there were like some early markers and, uh, and, and recent markers, you know, places where like I could look back and um, I could look back and just recognize like God showed up and rocked my life and changed me and it was like monumental. And um, as I was sitting there tonight, it started to hit me like I'm still gonna share my stories, but like, more than I want you guys to like open your Bible tonight, I would say just open your heart and like let's all let's all remember together, right? And I've prepped, so it's I'm cheating. But you guys, you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna I know I'm gonna start sharing a story, and you guys, like something's gonna start to like, you're gonna feel it in your heart. You're gonna be like, I remember that, you know? So I don't know, I may I don't know what it's gonna look like, but um I want to invite you to open your heart. I want to invite you to remember, and um, and and that's just such a big part of walking with the Lord uh, in my life is being able to look back and remember how faithful and how good He was. So, uh, anyway, yeah, bow your bow your head and let's just uh, invite the Holy Spirit. So, Holy Spirit, before we open our Bible, we open our heart, and we just uh, we ask you to come and do what you do. Speak to. It's like ears in our heart that we didn't know we had like would you speak our exact language would you um, touch in a way that only you can touch and go places in our heart that only you can go Um, and just like we sang all night Lord would this fully fully be for your glory would we come to know you and encounter you tonight in a way we've never have before because you're always new and you're you're just so good in Jesus name amen Awesome. I'm going to pull out some notes. Um, yeah, so good. So I thought I'd start um, just the first time I ever encountered the Lord. So as I'm talking, right, just just draw on that same well for you personally. Um, first time I ever encountered the Lord, I was eight years old. And I had, um, so, and, and it's kind of a cool thing for me because my son's eight years old, you know. And, like, I have a really, really... Uh, powerful memory of when I uh, encountered Jesus, but it was just, it was a random thing, it was like a church event, my parents loved the Lord, you know, and, and we're like good people, and um, believe it or not, we were at a magic show, like it was like a magic show in a church, it was bizarre, it was pretty cool, I remember a floating like orb in the air, and it was fun, but like I have really vivid memory of this, yeah, like I say, my story may be a little different, but we're getting to the part that I think is we can all relate to. Um, so the the thing that hit me, like, 
the, the guy, after it was all over with, he gives an altar call. It's like real simple. And he just said, if, if you don't know, you know, something, if you don't know where you'd go tonight, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I want to, I want to invite Jesus into my heart. And I remember, like, I remember being short, <laughs> which is a weird feeling. But like, I remember being little and like looking up to my dad and going like, like, hey, like, I want to, I want to invite Jesus to live inside my heart, you know? It was kind of a big moment. And, and the, the, the biggest memory for me was when I left the place that night, like I felt brand new. Who can relate? Does anybody have a story? It could have been when you were 8 or 5 or 18 or 28 or 38, 48. might be later today. You know what I mean? But like, like most of us have a memory of when like the first time Jesus touched us and it became real. It was an encounter. Like, it, it was such an encounter for me. My, I could go into more of my story, but I had a lot of valleys and a lot of really tough seasons, which I'm sure we can also relate to some of that. And um, I remember it was 11 years. It would be 11 years until I would feel that again. Like, that, uh, but I, for 11 straight years, I would look back to that moment and go, God's real. He touched me. I remember it. Like, it, it really, really gripped my heart. Um, make sure I'm, I'm on track. Um, but yeah, his presence is just amazing. And um, like I say, that's why tonight I just wanted us to open our heart to his presence. Like, as we go. Um, so yeah, does everybody have, can you, can you pinpoint that? And do you remember not just, like, the memory of it, but do you remember how it felt, like, the first time the Lord, like, like you felt a touch that was pretty powerful? Um, that was my first. Uh, so fast forward quite a ways and through a lot of valleys, through a lot of, like, uh, difficult, difficult, difficult stuff. Um, I remember being 19 years old and hitting completely rock bottom. And... Um, I woke up one morning and and just guilt and shame and weight was all over me, um, and it had kind of culminated to this place. So I I go to the Lord and I just get on my knees. And I'm like, God, if you're real, you've got to show up. Like you've got to show up. This has. If you're real, I really need help. Like I need help, help. Like I don't know even what that looks like. And God came into my room, like really came into my room. Can you relate? Anybody? Like like. That the time when the Lord just like came into the room and everything changed, like my entire perspective changed. Um, that was a big moment. And I would say that it was like, for me, it felt like an even greater moment. Like, and the Lord's so amazing because as, as unbelievable as his presence is, he just gets better and better. Like it, it just gets more and more and more and more amazing. Um, which is just really wild. So anyway, he showed up in just a giant, giant way. And um, it completely changed the course of my life that, that night. That was in the spring, like in March of 2004. Um, absolutely changed my life. And, um, yeah, from there, I, I, uh, I went to Christ for the Nation. So it was just a couple of uh, any CFNI folks? Yes. Love that place. Um, I was, we were talking about that even, even in pre-service prayer today. That place is just a presence factory. 
I mean, like, it is unbelievable. Uh, we would get to wake up every day. And so within about four months, I'm at CFNI. Like, I've not been saved long at all, four or five months. I'm at CFNI, and God, like, led me there. And, um, I mean, every morning I'm waking up, and, like, at 8 a.m., from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., we're worshiping and loving on the Lord. And it was just two years of, like, there was no lights or no, like, positions. And there was, like, it was just me and the Lord, and just intimate time with the Lord. And um, look back on it, and that's some of my best memories, um, just to, to see, like, what he, sh- he taught me. Um, but more importantly, just the person I came to know. I would say at that, that time, I came to know Jesus. I came to know his love. I came to know that he was crazy about me, that, um, I don't know, just how good he was. And that was such a formative time. Um, I go from there, I go into a ministry school, and uh, th- a different one, <laughs> second one, through a church. And it was like, again, the Lord just got better. Like, the Lord just got even better, and I don't even know how that's possible, but again, I, I feel like a, a common theme for me, and, and again, I'm going to ask you guys, like, to mark that, but do you know, like, if you had that feeling, like, where the Lord, you just, he couldn't get better, and he gets better. It couldn't get more real, and he just gets more real. Um, it's amazing. So, uh I'm in that school, and there's, like, a, a move of God happening in Florida. And I find myself one night, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sitting in my bed. I wasn't feeling real well. And I, I turn on my laptop, and I'm watching this live stream of, like, you know, revival service or whatever. And I'm, uh, I love Jesus. I'm sitting there, and I'm watching this service. And the Holy Spirit, like, grips my heart. <laughs> like, and I've got this weird quirk. <laughs> if you watch me too much, I, like, do that, which, uh, you know, I don't know, that came from this, and uh, Holy Spirit's doing, Um, but yeah, I'm on my bed, and uh, this is one of my favorite all-time stories about God, but I'm sitting in the bed, and I'm watching, and there's a kid that's like wheeled up in a wheelchair, and he cannot walk whatsoever, and he's got like, like a crutches or something like in the back of the wheelchair like this guy can't walk so they kind of like they ask him to stand up he can't stand up he's like holding himself up and that's when the holy spirit just falls on me and i'm like oh you know i'm like what in the what in the world and like some like certainty came over me that god was about to move in that kid and that he was going to have breakthrough and i mean i'm like crying tearing up now i was really tearing up then and I mean, I'm like, my hand goes out to a screen, and I'm like, Jesus, do it. Like, I mean, I can, I'm just overcome by this truth that God is about to move on behalf of a kid on a screen a thousand miles away. And he does. And he starts running up and down the stage. And like, that just shook me. Like, shook me. And it also just impacted me that God would share that with me like that he would share what he's gonna do and really gonna do that he's got works that he's gonna accomplish and he'll be like hey i want to tell you all about it i want to tell you what i'm doing and that he would send the holy spirit to fill me and touch that kid um that was a big one and again it was just another thing where like could he get better you know like i i really thought that 
I don't know. You just feel like, how could he get better? We've all had that, like a night of worship. How could he get better than this? How could it get more real? And he got more real. Um, so, yeah, uh, we, my wife and I kind of met CF&I or after CF&I, um, after that season of my life. And the, the presence of God and encountering God just became really important to me. Um, to, to the point where, like, one thing I wrote down, like, when we were, when I was thinking about how to propose, I was like, Lord, like, how do you want to do this? It's kind of a big deal. You don't get to, like, do this over again, right? You, like, get one shot to have an awesome proposal, you know? Like, I don't know. <laughs> and, like, I'm, I was intimidated. I think at this time, Facebook was real, so, like, everybody's cool proposal was on Facebook. Like, you could, you know? And I'm like, man, I don't know. And, I mean, I racked my brain. I mean, I... I don't know how long it took me, like, months of just going, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? Um, and the thing I came back to, I don't know wh- when this happened, the thing I came back to was the presence of the Lord. And I was like, you know, I want it to be memorable, but, like, nothing's more memorable than when you encounter my heart and your presence. And, uh, and I was like, I want to propose in your presence. Like, I want to propose with you. And... Uh, that was a really special time. Uh, so we're basically, I just like, there's like a church building, and I got the keys, and I turned on the lights, and we had gotten dinner, and she had no idea. And uh, <laughs> it was a good one. And uh, it was just good, because she really did not. And then I, I was like, can I wash your feet? She's like, yeah, whatever, you know? <laughs> it was awesome. Total gotcha. Um, but yeah, so it was it was both funny and uh, and really powerful, uh, I think for me. And I'm like nervous for an hour and a half, you know. But like we just turned on music, we got with the Lord, uh, and just spent time just laying there, just loving on Him. I washed her feet and asked her to marry me. And um, so yeah, like as I think back on my story, right? It's the presence of the Lord, and um, we get married. Uh, we go. We have an amazing church that we landed at. We had a whole lot of hurt, you know, marker, right? People get hurt. And uh, we had some stuff we went through that was like a really tough five years, but we had the greatest, the Lord showed up and and provided the most amazing community and uh, just lifelong friends. You know, some are here and like just, just totally took care of us in that season. But I remember... Uh, as we started to transition, we felt our hearts starting to heal. Uh, we, we we like visited a church or two, and then we we ended up at the upper room. And we walk in the door, right? And the first thing you see on the wall is his presence transforming lives, morning, noon, and night. And we're like, oh, that's pretty cool, you know. And uh, and so we go in, and all of a sudden, I mean, it 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 hit us. I mean, it wasn't. It couldn't have been long. I mean, worship was powerful, but it was it was like 30 minutes in, we just went like, whoa, we're home. Like, these people, they just want the presence of the Lord. They just want to be with the Lord. And it, uh, I mean, we, <laughs> I joke that we literally, like, signed up that day. Like, we're like, remember, or we're going here. We really did. Um, we just had such this, like, we're home. We're, we're surrounded by a community of people, and all they want is the presence of God. All they want is to know him. And uh, it, 
it was a, a huge thing in our life. I mean, it was a huge moment. And, and again, it just culminated. Like, I mean, we had a good community before, but this was a community that wanted to gather around the presence of God, not gather around each other, you know? And we always have each other, which is amazing. But it was like they, they took community to another level. And um, we'd never seen anything like that. So again, I'm just, I'm just so honored um, to be a part of this family. And... Um, to know that we're all pressing into the really the same thing, and that's to just love him well and to be with him. Um, so, yeah, I guess fast forward, uh, we, we were there about a year and a half, and God started speaking about what was happening in Frisco. And kind of our, our background, um, I've always sort of done worship. Like, since I was a kid, it was like my worship language was worship. I, I think there's, there's a guy, uh, Ron, who we have uh, a prayer set, at their house on Saturdays, first and third. And uh, I love what he said. That's my kiddo. Hey, baby. Um, Ron says something super cool, and, and he just said that one time the Lord, he's a writer, and God was like, I want to give you a new worship language. And he was like, what does that look like? And he was like, I, I, wanna, I, wanna, I want you to draw, and I want you to learn how to worship me like with a pencil or with a pen or whatever, you know, paintbrush. And he was like, well, I don't draw. And the Lord's like, I want you to encounter me in this new worship language. And I just love that language. Like you can worship however with whatever. It's not a voice thing or an instrument thing. It's a heart thing, a posture thing. You can use whatever tool you want. Um, and uh, so, yeah, my worship language was was always guitar and singing. Um and the Lord stretched me in that since we've been here, which has been really great. Uh, but my wife's was always, I guess her worship language was always prayer. It was like always the pray place of prayer, always on her knees, always loving and, and just pursuing the Lord in prayer. Um, and we went to CFNI, so we did the 40 days of prayer and fasting. And we, you know, loved Lou Engle and loved IHOP and loved all that. Um, but it was just a, come to the upper room we, we hadn't been able to get involved in the prayer set. So for the first year and a half, it was like we were, we were experiencing the residual. We were experiencing Sunday nights, which are amazing, or Saturday nights, right, today. Um, and they're amazing. And, like, the presence of the Lord is really there. Well, when Upper Room started to move to, uh, to Frisco, we were, like, praying. We were like, well, Lord, we really love Dallas, and we really love what you're doing there. Um, and we kind of need a word to be in Frisco. And we live in Prosper, so Frisco is like an awesome location. But like our hearts were like, oh, we want community in Dallas. We want to, you know, that's our, our home. What's this going to be? And the Lord spoke really clearly to, to put our whole heart, take a full step in. And it, Larissa's message was amazing about like taking a full step in. Like we had that moment, and there was just nothing. There was nothing to really step into, but like... The Lord's the best thing to step into. His voice is the best thing to step into, you know? And so all of a sudden, like, we were like, okay, started doing prayer sets, and there weren't a lot of people. It was happening in an apartment. It was like the Lord began to breathe, and like, y'all, as, as we can see today, it grew. God began to, like, establish community around his presence. It started with one or two or three people, and it just started to, like, just the most healthiest glorious growth, you know, the Lord just drawing people in, and we're all part of that, um, and so we, we dove into prayer sets, and 
didn't really know what that was going to look like. And, and also, like, I didn't want to go, go after it the way I might, I might know how to go after it. Um, like I wanted to follow the Lord into what he had for me. Like, I wanted an encounter. I didn't want a formula, you know. And so, and, and it's easy because, like, we, a lot of us, too, like, have been saved for a long time. So, like, we can pray, you know, and, like, we can worship and we can do what we do. But there's something about saying, Lord, like, what are you doing? Let me do it like you do it. And uh, so we got here and it was a learning process. But um, I'd say, how long has it been now? Has it been a year? been a year maybe more than a year in total but like we've been doing these prayer sets and y'all i can't tell you it, it's like a weekly invitation into encountering the lord and and not just which which is amazing and like i've got these stories right and i landed on a few of them um but it's doing it with your community that's so powerful like it's it's doing it with people who are struggling and sometimes that person struggling is you <laughs> uh s- people who are in inv- y'all can relate <laughs> you know what i'm talking about sometimes you ain't feeling it and like man that is i'm telling you that's one of some of my favorite process are when like you come in and you're like i don't know and what do you do like again open your bible you just open your heart you just position your heart and the lord's like that's what i'm after and he comes in and and it's like um, it's such. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's such a clear comparison, I guess. To it's it's simulating. It's simulating life so well because we wake up <laughs> and you're like, man, I don't know. You know, like you have days where you go through like trials or, or valleys or whatever. It looks like sometimes like big stuff. You know what I mean? Like we've we've had people that come in that are like have major major diagnosis that they're fighting believing for huge things in god and like to watch those people lay that down and just love on him not to come with a list but just to love on the lord like to just do it with everything they've got you know like i'm seeing people throughout that i've I've seen y'all do this um to love on him and then to watch him show up like to watch the encounters happen i mean like Big, big encounters or deep encounters. This last week, um, Thursday, was awesome. And, I mean, that's not abnormal. uh, But we didn't come in with a lot. And we started to sing and kind of, like, navigate our heart where we were going. And the Lord, like, didn't want that surfacey level. Like, I could just feel like he wanted something deep. I had no idea how to give it to him. And, um... My wife and uh, Derek's like began to pray, and their prayer. All of a sudden, we began to just sing. Uh, I wrote it down. It was just powerful. What was that? We follow your lead into the deep. We follow your lead into the deep. We didn't know where we were going. We didn't know what that looked like. Um, but we followed his lead, and we went to the deep, and. He showed us, like, he began to open our eyes to see that there was, like, this pool, like the pool of Siloam, like a pool of healing, and that he wanted to heal and encounter people, and he did. Um, It was absolutely powerful, and 
uh, you know, how we live life without it, I just don't know. Um, and to do it with your community, to do it with your brothers and sisters, you know, to walk through highs and lows, but to absolutely encounter God and hear his voice and hear his voice for each other. And I mean, you see the very best in each other. Um, it's just been a big deal to us. And we're, uh, I know we are really thankful for a church that says, like, first and foremost, we're going to minister to God's heart. First and foremost, like, the, the most important thing to us is that we would minister to him. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I didn't look at my notes, but I just gunned through it. Um, so I felt tonight, like, I wanted to share my story just because... Any chance I have to just kind of brag on the Lord, like he did it all. Like he showed up. Um, I want to take that opportunity. So I was like, yeah, I'll talk. Um, and as I was preparing and thinking about my story, I felt like the Lord also gave me a key for us. Um, and it's it's not what he's going to do is bigger than what I'm about to read. <laughs> um, but. I, I got a cool scripture, so we've got open hearts. If you want to open your Bible um, to 1 Corinthians 7. And y'all, like, last week, I mean, it's been an epic month. I mean, we had Jeremy Shuck that, that taught on, like, hearing the Lord and all these different ways to hear the Lord. And it really messed me up. Like, it just made me want to hear God in every possible way. And I was like, dude, can I get your notes? That was amazing. I'm going to track that. Um, then we had Larissa, which was all about, like, community and taking a step into family, which was really, really good. Um, that messed me up for a week. Last week was Peter. And Peter imparted something to us, too, or, or God did through Peter. Um, so I was, like, chewing on that throughout the week. And I was reading 1 Corinthians 6, and I was like... Lord, you never, I was like, Lord, you never do it. Nothing's on accident. You know, even though I land on something on accident, the Lord never does anything on accident, ever. I mean, it's always intention, more intentional than we could ever imagine and more intricate than we could ever imagine. And uh, so I start reading 1 Corinthians 7, and it's like, nah, I've read that before. And it's all like, you know, if you're married, you should wish that you weren't. And, you know, <laughs> I was like, oh, man, what's the Lord speaking in this? Well, Y'all, this is just amazing. So, 1 Corinthians 7, 29 through 35. Um, I'm in the NASB, and I think he's going to put it up there. Um, you know what? I, I'm going to open my Bible and read it right out of the real thing. I typed these notes, and I'm, I've got a pretty good idea. I'm going to... You've got it up on the screen. You want me to just read it? Oh, oh I got it. All right. 1 Corinthians 7, 29. And I really believe this is from for us. Um, and, it, and, and watch this story. So there's sort of a story told, um, but follow the thought. But this I say, brethren, the time has been shortened so that from now on, those who have wives should be as though they had none. And those who weep as though they did not weep. And those who rejoice as though they did not rejoice. Those who buy as though they did not possess. Those who use the world as though they did not make full use of it. For the form of this world is passing away. But I want you to be free from concern. I want to say that again. But I want you 
He's talking to us, to be free from concern. Then he kind of explains, like, in the natural, what that looks like. One who is unmarried is concerned about the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But one who is married is concerned about the things of the world, how he may please his wife. And his interests are divided. Again, his interests are divided. The woman who is unmarried and the virgin is concerned about the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. But one who is married is concerned about the things of the world, how she may please her husband. This I say for your own benefit. So that's not bad news. It's not like, sorry, all you married guys. Like, I'm married. (laughs) A lot of us are married. A lot of us want to be married, right? So in this room, it's not bad news. And I love that he says that right up front. This I say for your benefit, not as a negative. Um, Not to put a restraint on you. So he's not saying this to say, don't do something. He's not putting a restraint. But to promote what is appropriate, and this is my favorite part, to secure undistracted devotion to the Lord. And I just love that. Um, The heart of God for us is to position our hearts so that he, the Holy Spirit, can secure undistracted devotion to Jesus. And um, that's a personal one for me because life is crazy. It's crazy, y'all. Like, um, I don't. I don't really need to tell you that. <laughs> I don't think. I don't need to give examples. Like, uh, I have a job, you know, and it's stressful, and family, and four kids, and bills, and a lot of stuff, and it stacks up, and. Um, what I, what I really felt the Lord said tonight, he's like, I want to touch hearts, and I want to secure undistracted devotion to, to myself. And like, even as it, even as the, um, in verse 29, down a couple verses, it's not saying we're not married. It's just we're going to live like we're not. He's going to come number one. And I, and I felt the Lord also saying that um, it's okay to make him number one, too. Like, it's it's okay. We've got two kids playing baseball right now. We've got dance. We got, you know, there's a lot. I felt like the Lord said it's okay to not, to take a season off. Like, t- to move life over and make him a priority. To, like, to push something out. I mean, it could it could be a big thing, too. It could be a, like your job. Like the Lord said, it's okay to put me in front of your job. It's okay to put me in front of, to put me first. Um, and tonight, I just really feel like he wants to secure that in our heart. That very, like, yeah. So um, anyway, I mean, it's kind of early, but you guys want to play a little keys or something? I don't know, I just want to invite you guys um, to encounter the Lord. I, I feel like he's inviting us into an encounter. Um, I felt earlier like there was this, like, we were really worshiping in, like, a heavenly place. Um, and I feel like what the Lord has for us tonight is not received, like, in the natural. It's, it's received in the spirit, and it's received at a heavenly place, seated from a heavenly place. Um so I was, I was trying to think of, like, what this would look like. Um, 
yeah, I guess I would just ask if that like rings true. Um, if just that word and the key that the Lord wants to secure an undistracted devotion to him, if that rings true, would you just stand up? Nothing too big. And <laughs> yeah. And um, I just want to open up our heart even more to him touching us in that way. To him putting that deposit to him like reshifting um, our heart to position him as first as our absolute first so I'll just pray that father father I position my heart I move everything else over when we say you're worthy, you're worthy of it all, we mean you come first. Every decision in our life runs through you. Even the big ones that we feel like we can't, man, I can't touch that. Like I've got I've to keep that plate spinning. Lord, even that, even the big, the big items, the big things that we feel like, well, that's my job. That's what I got to do. That's, that's what my responsibility is this, Lord, we just move that over. Even for a season, like, we give you the highest place in our heart. We give you the highest, highest, highest place. Undistracted. And we ask you tonight, Holy Spirit, to come and secure it in our heart that we wouldn't lose it. We wouldn't revert back. Yeah, Jesus. Take your place on our on the throne of our heart. Take your place. The place that you desire to be, wherever you want to be in my heart, would you come and be there? Spirit, we come with an open heart, with nothing in our hands, with no agenda. Yeah, let's just worship a little bit. Jesus.
Jesus, we love you.